Hello, this is Marcelo Pico, founder of the Talk Film Society and host of several podcasts on the Talk Film Society Network, here to introduce episode three of Marking the Marks with Marcus and Marcelo here on the Talk Film Society Podcast Network free feed. Um, this originally was published on our Patreon back in July, July 29th, 2019. Uh, now, here at the end of October 2019, we bring it to you. Um, if you want more of these episodes, we have plenty up on the Patreon right now. Go to patreon.com slash talkfromsociety, sign up, listen to Marking the Marks as they come out, and listen to commentaries, bonus episodes, support Talk Film Society. Support us, the podcasts, the website, all that good stuff. So there you go. That's the intro. Me and Marcus talking wrestling here on episode three, Marking the Marks. Go to our Patreon. Enjoy. Welcome everyone to the most muscles and Patreon exclusive podcast on Talking About Society Podcast Network. Welcome to Marking, Marking the, the Marks. Marks with Marcus and Marcelo. Hello, Marcus. We nailed it. We nailed it, Marcelo. We nailed it. Hashtag we nailed it. I'm going to just hashtag everything we do. Yep. Everything we do. Hashtag. Hashtag, hashtag everything, everything we do. We do. Uh, how are you? Good? Good, good, good. I mean, Great. it's... It's been uh, a few weeks since we were together doing this show. It's been a while since we last talked. We've had some uh, problems. No, not problems. To... I mean, just... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this th- This is a soft reboot of this podcast um, that is Patreon exclusive and will eventually go on the main feed on Talk From Society. Um, and let's just reestablish who we are because this is episode three. You know, technically we've done four of these, um, but one of them is lost. <laughs> In the reboot, this is episode zero, part two. <laughs> I don't even want to get into semantics, but we're we're, we're going to try to get these out more often. You know, uh, I'm not I'm not saying weekly, but let's get it to like let's even biweekly is good. You know, but yeah, you'll see more of these if you're following regularly, and if you're following us regularly. If you listen to this and you're excited about it, if you like hearing us talk, uh, make sure to follow us on Twitter. Because, like, hey, Marcus, you started a Twitter page for this uh, podcast, right? Oh, yes, that's right. You can follow us over at uh, Marking the Marks, uh, spelled as the same as the title of the show. And how is that? M A R K I N G, the M A R C S. There you go. M A R C S. Confusing as possible. <laughs> uh, and now, okay, yeah. So if you're a fan of us already, follow that uh, Twitter account. And if you don't know who the hell we are, now's where we tell them. You got to reestablish who we are. Marcus, okay. Uh, I know you because you write for Talk from Society. You've been writing there since the beginning, right? Since day one. Since day one, right? We're approaching three years of talkfromsociety.com. That's crazy. 
what's in November, so it's not really approaching. We're like five months away. Um, but still, uh, so I don't know how it happened. You know, uh, for my old podcast, I'm like, I'm going to do an episode on wrestling. Marcus is going to be the guest and we're going to be talk, we're going to talk wrestling, you know, cause I have a back, I have a backstory where <laughs> sounds like, sounds like it's an origin story. I used to watch wrestling when I was a kid, you know, 20 years ago. And now I just, I just want to watch a pay-per-view. We watched the Royal Rumble. 2019 and i was like yeah marx is gonna guide me through this let's see if i like this new wrestling and i did i liked it and i was like hey let's do a show so we're doing a show um and uh i'm the newbie when it comes to modern day wrestling and marcus is my guide you know so marcus talk about your perspective on wrestling right i've been watching for a couple years at this point a little a little over a year and a half, I believe. So I don't know everything, but I do know that I love wrestling and I am very passionate about it. And, uh, yeah, I hope to, uh, impart that onto you, Marcel. Yeah. That is so you, my goal here. So you've got, you know, this fresh new perspective on wrestling and I've got like the old timers perspective. I still like modern day wrestling. I love the old stuff too. So, uh, but I don't watch it as much as you do, Marcus. How many hours again? I mean, yeah, we, we talked about this in previous episodes. How, how many hours? <laughs> uh, minimum five hours. Five uh, hours. And it can extend uh, well, well, well past that, depending on the week. Oh, boy. To me, that's like uh, two movies and two two episodes of comedic television or one episode of a uh, drama. What are you watching over there on comedic television, Marcel? <laughs> I was I just started Shit's Creek. That's, That's funny. pretty good. That's yeah, pretty good. yeah. I just started like um, beyond that. I mean, I watch John Oliver every Sunday. That's that's comedic, and that's half an hour. Um, you you know you know what I do watch? Well, it's I already watched. It's a short series. Um, that uh, isn't it. Tim Robinson. Uh, what? Oh, yes. Uh, I, uh, what's it called? I'm I'm um, leaving. I'm I'm leaving here. I think you should leave. I, I think, think you, you should, should leave. leave. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's really good. But those are 15 minute episodes. Yes. So so I could like binge watch the entire series in less time in one week uh, than you watch wrestling. Does that make sense? <laughs> yes, that's true. <laughs> that's, uh, that's a way to put it all. In there, I guess. <laughs> anyway, okay. So it is. July 26th. It's the week of July 26th. Let's talk about wrestling. Okay. Um, a lot has happened since we last talked, since we last released an episode, Marcus. Okay. Two pay-per-views uh, have passed us by. Two WWE pay-per-views, I, I should say. There have been many others. Um, we'll talk, we're going to be talking about the last one, uh, Extreme Rules, uh, here in a bit. But before that... I mean, where do we even start? Like you said, you wrote a lot of notes coming whole, in. Whole, 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 whole lot of stuff has what, been happening. What has in the happened? World of WWE. Okay, uh, not only WWE, but I should, you know. Yeah, wrestling as a whole. We we got into that on our, uh, as you said earlier, our lost episode. Yeah. Um, and that episode, we talked about the first AEW show. We talked about. 
the worst WWE pay-per-view of the year. <laughs> the crown, no, what was it called? The fucking like Saudi Arabia. S- Super show. Showdown. Super Showdown, yeah, that's right. The Can't second Super Showdown. Yeah. Because they have one in Australia, also, whatever. Uh, and we also introduced you to NXT for the very first time. Yeah, that's right. So it was a pretty monumental episode. Which is and, gone uh, forever. I'm glad it's gone. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah. So I, okay, yeah. Uh, NXT, for those who don't know, because I kind of knew what it was uh, before I watched it, but I didn't really know until I watched it that it's it's part of, okay, okay. L- l- let me see if I get the, if, let me see if I got this right. So NXT is under the WWE umbrella. It's right. sort of it's sort of where wrestlers tend to start out. Uh, mm-hmm. Then they go, then they advance to WWE, um, and it's like a weekly show too, right? So it's like every yep. Wednesday, right? Every yeah, yeah, Wednesday. It's an hour long show. Yeah, pre recorded, uh, not live like every other WWE show. Yeah. So, and then I had never seen, I, I, I had only seen matches, um, like leading up to other pay-per-views. Like I, I caught up with, uh, some Becky Lynch matches from NXT, I think leading up to WrestleMania and, um, uh, but I had never seen a full pay-per-view NXT show and I watched, what was it? Uh, NXT NXT TakeOver TakeOver 25. Yeah. And I enjoyed it. It was it was it had a lot more i wouldn't say a lot more energy but it was more it had a different energy you know a more interesting energy than a regular right. wwe show so yeah i liked it a lot um so uh has there okay so that's nxt that's one branch and i i'm i would be happy to discuss another nxt pay-per-view is there one coming up marcus Oh uh, yeah, but right before uh, SummerSlam, there is a. No, they usually uh, pair them with the bigger WWE shows of the year, like right. the Saturday before the Sunday show. Right. And uh, yeah, there's one in Toronto where SummerSlam is this year. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. So you think that one that one would be worth uh, watching and talking about? What we have seen of the card, I 100% think it will be great. Interesting. And wait, wait, wait. did you say what it was called? That NXT show. Uh, NXT Takeover Toronto too. Okay, that's that's a title. That's the second time they've been in Toronto. Oh, interesting. They always name them after the cities. Ooh, so there's a city called Takeover, just yes. Takeover Twenty Five. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. So yeah, I could, well, we could possibly watch NXT, but uh, okay. So that's what's happening with NXT. Anything else NXT related that's happening? We have that looking. We have that to look forward to before SummerSlam. NXT related? Um, no, no. Okay, <laughs> they're going in and take over. That's about it. All right, let's move on. Let's let's go to the big news. One of the biggest news pieces in the in the wrestling world, AEW. Okay, we talked about this on that last episode. Uh, you saw, and I saw clips of the first pay per view. Uh, what was it called again? Um, I've been trying to think about that for the last minute. <laughs> <laughs> I do not know. Um, called, I uh, may have written it down. It's like uh, really a fun show. Nothing, nothing, something or, or nothing. <laughs> all, or, all or nothing. All or nothing. Everything all or, or nothing. nothing. Yeah, because it's like a betting thing. Everything or nothing. Everything. Nothing. Double everyth- or nothing. Double or nothing. Double or nothing. Double or nothing. That's it. I think everything or nothing was a James Bond video game. Um. Anyway. Double or nothing, right? 
I don't think that's. I don't think that's what it was. I'm gonna look it up. <laughs> no, it was double nothing. It's, it was double nothing. Are you sure? It was double nothing. Yes, yeah. I'm 100 percent sure. The you first one was called All In, and then the second one was dub. They're doubling down. It's double or nothing. Oh, okay, okay. So it was the second one. That was the first one. Okay. Uh, well, yeah, yeah. All yes, it was the first one, Marcel. I don't want to get into that. Uh, <laughs> oh, so the, there's this. There's like a episode zero of AEW. There was an episode zero of AEW. <laughs> Just like okay. this is episode zero, part two of Mark and the Marks. <laughs> no, it's not, it's not. Let's not do that. Okay, so yes, <laughs> Double or Nothing. I saw some of Double or Nothing. You saw the whole thing, and I am intrigued by AEW. And just to recap, Marcus, what is AEW? Uh, All Elite Wrestling. It is a new wrestling promotion. It's going to have a weekly show on TNT in October. Uh, um, the main people behind it are uh, Cody Rhodes, the Young Bucks, and uh, Chris Jericho, Kenny Omega, and uh, some names you may know, or you may not know, Marcelo. And uh, yeah, they're a brand new show coming out of nowhere. There's a, a ton of new wrestling promotions that popped up, but this is like the first one that seems to be like on a really high level like i said they're going to be on tnt they've already got a weekly show being made and uh and they've got like a big fan base already and it seems like they just kind of come out of nowhere and they're uh like actually big enough to maybe challenge uh a wwe or yeah possibly I mean, since what WCW, ECW. yeah, uh, we we touched on all this in the in the lost episode, but it's interesting because we talked previous on actual shows that came out um, about how WWE's ratings have been declining, and I don't I don't know if there's a correlation if like maybe AEW uh, and is it is it TNT that's airing a the AEW. Yeah weekly yeah. show uh, it starts october 2nd i think I yeah know. maybe uh tnt uh saw an advantage it's like hey uh maybe we should maybe we we have a chance to compete with wwe since they are f- like basically flailing <laughs> yeah and it it yeah like you said uh it's an exciting thing to think about that now like the late 90s, early 2000s, there's going to be uh, two brands, two companies uh, competing for ratings. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah. So, yeah. It's exciting. You have have never experienced this, right, Marcus? No, yeah. Yeah. Uh, And like I said, I've only been watching for like two years and I do dip into other stuff like New Japan or Ring of Honor occasionally, but it's just, that stuff's just, it's not on the same level of quality it's exceeding wwe but like a level of uh spec of spectacle and uh like production value and people watching it there has been nothing even close to wwe so it's a very very exciting time to be a wrestling fan it's something wholly new i've never experienced before it's very cool it's cool yeah i i i'm excited by it and okay so that brings us to wwe Oh, and we should say AEW. What's when's the next AEW uh, pay per view? Uh, it's called All Out, and uh, All Out. Yes, and it is coming pretty soon. I don't actually know the date, but um, they're building up to it. Oh, okay, okay. Now, WWE. 
Um, <laughs> where do we start? Because yeah, it it seems like they are. I you know I would have thought they'd be just aware of AW and they kind of treat it like, oh, it's just it's it's the new kid who who gives a shit. But it seems like just as an outsider who's like you know diving back in slowly, it seems like they're on edge. <laughs> Is that is that is that like a is that like a good statement? Yeah, it yeah. definitely is. Uh, uh, you could either attribute it to direct competition from AEW, or like like you said, their ratings are falling and they had to do something. But they've actually like changed quite a bit recently in really kind of interesting ways. That I will. It's only been a few weeks, but I can already say it's made things a lot more interesting. A lot just a just a little bit better at least. Um, so like the biggest thing I would say, they said that they are done with the PG era, which they've been in for seven, six or seven, eight years now where things are like people aren't being flipped off and bleeding and stuff like what would happen in the nineties or early two thousands. And we've already seen kind of how they're kind of bringing in those aspects more like Kofi Kingston flipped off Samoa Joe and on SmackDown one week. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah. Very wow. And, <laughs> um, uh, what else? What else? Uh, I mean, like it, Renee Young swore on commentary and so did Corey Graves, like in ways that were scripted, but they made it feel like, like they're bad swears. Marcel. Oh, Oh, are, I mean, is it like the S word or the like F the word S word or the F word? Both of them. They said and, the uh, they said the F word. They said the F word on the pay per view that you watched, Marcelo. Did they? Yeah, I, they did, did. They did. I I I, I may have. When we get to it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. We'll 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 get to it. And yeah, that this all leads to extreme rules because, as WWE puts it now, extreme rules. Right. Uh, yeah. And that that change happened right before a pay per view called Extreme Rules, where it's supposed to be anything goes and whatever, and. And so it was like kind of like an intro, like a a test right out the gate to see like, well, are they really doing this? Are they really not doing that? And are they just saying it? And I would say that they are definitely uh, moving that direction based on what we did see on Extreme Rules. Um, other news: they also hired Paul Heyman to be like actually in charge behind the scenes of Monday Night Raw head writer. Yeah. I wanted to bring that up too. I'm glad yeah. you brought it up. Yeah. Uh, for those who don't know who Paul Heyman is, Marcus, who's Paul Heyman? Uh, currently, he is the head writer of Raw. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, good. Uh, no, he's uh, he's uh, Brock Lesnar's manager recently on WWE TV. And uh, I believe he was like the head of ECW. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Back in the 90s, early 2000s. And uh, and uh, yeah. uh, ECW is another, along with WCW. Right. Uh, both of those companies were gobbled up by the WWE. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And speaking yeah. of WCW, yeah, uh, Eric Bischoff, the head of WCW, I think he yeah. was. Uh, he is now the head writer of SmackDown Live. And uh, yeah, both of those shows, I would say, uh, Raw more so has changed like like there's like there was like a distinctly different feel I would say from the week before to when the new episodes start when, uh, with the new head writers. When did that change happen? Was it like a few weeks ago now? Yeah, just three or four weeks ago. And I think it was two and, weeks before Stream Rolls. Yeah, so so Raw is the Monday show. 
So what what uh, uh, how would you describe that change from like before this change to uh to the new writer? Well, on Monday Night Raw, the best example I can give happened like right out the gate. <clears throat> um Braun Strowman and Bobby Lashley had been having a series of matches like they were having like uh arm wrestling matches and tug of wars. And they came out and just had a last man standing match, I believe, on that Monday where Paul Heyman took over. And what happened, uh, eventually they battled outside of the ring and got up to the top of the ramp. And one of them speared the other one through the big LED board in the back. And oh, yeah. It was kind of this big, like something like that. Does that it, it can happen, but it's very rare. And the way that they shot it was the most interesting thing about it, actually. They had, uh, like, fireworks kind of going off, like like they had hit a generator or something, and there were sparks flying everywhere. And uh, one of uh, Corey Gray's on commentary. He jumped up and said, holy shit, unbleeped. And uh, <laughs> he ran over there personally to go check on them. And then commentary completely stopped, and for five minutes at least... It was like this weird uh, security camera footage in the back, just watching medical people tend to Braun Strowman and Bobby Lashley. Wow. And it was kind of this thing that they have not really attempted to do in a long while where it, they tried to sell it as being uh, spontaneous and not planned. Like they had the security camera footage, not set up cameras. They were trying to not really show it up close because like maybe they were unsure if they were hurt, you know. And it was like, it was a really kind of very interesting, bold statement right out the gate for how things could change. Yeah. So I should say at this point, for those who don't know, wrestling is fake. Um, not real. Right, Marcus? Well, I mean, they are really getting hurt, but they do actually hurt each other. But yes, like storylines are predetermined. Yeah, yeah. storylines are fake, obviously. Yes, obviously. Yes. But no, hey, people get hurt for real. But it's it's interesting. I I had this, um, you know, I I enjoyed watching wrestling back in the Attitude Era, back late nineties, early two thousands, where it just felt more. Um, uh, authentic, where it, it didn't have that le- le- that layer of facade that I think mm. uh, wrestling now, you know, now well, WWE wrestling had. You know, I, I haven't seen the new Raw or SmackDown, but you know, from what I've seen before the change, I could sense that facade. Like, oh, it's a show. It's it's just a show. Sure. But, yeah. But yeah. But from the way you describe it, yeah, it just just feel like yeah, it's <laughs> they're trying to make it feel a little more put up that that uh, artifice of maybe it is real, you know? Yeah, that's, exactly. It's a fun thing, and it kind of helps with this. Like you have to suspend a lot of disbelief to enjoy wrestling, and uh, I think them making that attempt, I think that makes things a lot more fun, honestly. Yeah. So that's super interesting. Um, so since then, these new episodes, well, these new episodes by these new writers, do you like this new change? So far, yeah. On the episodes, so since, uh, the Switch have been great, actually. Oh. Both same. Raw and SmackDown, but SmackDown, I'd say there's been less of a, uh, 
I don't know. I haven't seen much of a change in SmackDown, but like Raw definitely has been significantly better because some weeks it's painful to watch, and recently <laughs> I've been like looking forward to watching it. Yeah, because like we've talked about this before, it's three hours. Raw right, is yeah. three hours, and they cut and, it down to two hours, like on Hulu or something, right? Yeah, and in the last year specific, in the last year specifically, it's been uh, more often than not you are getting a not great show. And when you get a not good three-hour show every single week, it is soul crushing. <laughs> uh, oh, okay, and okay. Let's talk about Raw some more because, hey, this past week, um, tell me what happened, Marcus, on Raw. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. So, in an attempt to boost ratings or do whatever, um. They held a Raw reunion, and what does that mean? They brought What back, the hell does that mean? What the frick is going on? Raw here? reunion? That sounds they nasty. Brought, yeah, it's disgusting. <laughs> they brought back uh, like, a good amount of older superstars that you used to watch in the 90s and 2000s, and people that aren't around as much anymore to uh, come out and kind of do their old shtick again. And Yeah, they did that for Monday. Wow, okay, so uh, you're, you're telling me, well, I saw a preview for it during Extreme Rules, or you sent it to me, or I don't know how it happened, and I was like, what? Why? Why? Why are they doing this? And yeah. I and, and I remember, um, I didn't see it, but I remember they had that Raw uh, anniversary show. I didn't realize yeah. th- that was last year, right? That was just a year. That was just earlier last year, and they're doing it again just a little bit over a year later. And uh, the first did- time they did it, it sucked. <laughs> that, was, that was called Raw 25 because it's the 25th anniversary of Raw, and that show was awful. The best thing happened five minutes in, and then the rest of the show was just terrible. T- t- uh, and, t- uh, talk about how bad it was or why it was bad. It... it I don't know. I don't. I, I. It was a year and a half ago, and I don't really remember. But I just remember it, like it peaked super early. The first thing they did was have Stone Cold come out and stun stunner uh, Vince McMahon. Oh, and that was like that fucking awesome. And yeah. then everything after that, it was just like, uh, uh, Boogeyman is in the back playing poker, <laughs> and. That was it. <laughs> like, they didn't really have those big moments for everybody. They just had that one big moment for one guy, and then they had, like, three hours of, hey, remember them? <laughs> and to an extent, uh, this this year's Raw reunion was that, too, but I, I, found, I had more fun watching it this year for whatever reason. They had a more... They had a bigger amount of people that they brought back, and... They let them all, they let most, a lot of them have their own time to shine. Like John Cena came out first and Rikishi and Christian and Boogeyman and a lot of people. And it was really, and they all did kind of fun things. Uh, so you enjoyed it a lot more, I'm guessing. Yeah, I would. Yeah. Cool. cool, oh, they, cool. Um, uh, do I talk about this now? No, I'll bring it up later. Well, <laughs> all right. Uh, okay. So that was Raw Reunion. Do you think this is going to be an annual thing now? Probably. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't Wait, know did, what the ratings were, but I would expect that it worked. I mean, I don't know why it wouldn't work. Do so, you probably. 
did they give any legitimate reason as to why they were doing it this year again? No. <laughs> no, they just were there and doing their old thing again and it was kind of it's kind of annoying like the main like we're going into SummerSlam right now. We're just a few weeks away from that. Uh-huh. And every current storyline took a total backseat to these people that you know already had their time and that's a uh, a little annoying, but also it's still like while they still are alive, uh, it's fun to see them do that again. You know? Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Now I just looked up the ratings. It says here the Raw reunion. Uh, what it is? It delivered the goods from a viewership standpoint, Ooh. as expected, posting its highest viewership total of 2019. Makes sense. But with just 3.093 million average viewers, this viewership represents a much lower benchmark for ratings as Raw routinely eclipsed uh, 3 million viewers throughout 2018. So it says here, yeah, uh, in the last year, they've been in the, I guess, in the 2 millions. And it's, uh, it pales to comparison because last year it was in the 3 millions. Uh, yeah. Raw, I mean, WWE is still struggling. Um, and also, another headline says SmackDown's numbers don't see much of a bump from Raw reunion. Uh, yeah, so they're, 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 they're trying. They're trying. God bless uh, their hearts. God bless their hearts. Okay, so let, let, let's go to Extreme Rules. Okay, this happened like a week and a half ago, maybe two weeks ago now. Yep. Extreme. Did, uh, did, uh, <laughs> Didn't you tell me in a message that you're like, oh, I've never, you're like, I've never seen a pay per view that says extreme in the title or something like that, right? Uh, no, they do extreme rules every year. Wait, do they do extreme rules every year? Yeah, this is like a new thing. Yeah, and no, it's not. They've done it every year for a while now, but uh, I would say maybe that it hasn't really been extreme the last few years. (laughs) What's the um, what's the height of their extremeness last year like, or the I, year like two years ago? Honestly, I don't even remember it. And like you would think something that they advertise as being extreme and like uh, high action or whatever, you would remember something. I don't remember a single thing about it. <laughs> so it's interesting they Let me look uh, up the card and see what was on. It's interesting that they announced that they're going. Uh, that they're dropping the PG routine and and, and going more raw. Uh, right before Extreme Rules, I think it was all like a big setup. It's like, hey, let's make Extreme Rules extreme this year for once. Right. And uh, Marcelo, having watched it, would you say that they accomplished that goal? You know what? It was pretty, not pretty extreme, but it it had its moments. I yeah. I thought, yeah. This is a this is a pretty decent pay per view. I agree. I agree. Yeah, I think they definitely tried, especially with one or two matches. They tried to inject something extreme into them. You know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so let's. Well, are, are we ready to go through some of these? Uh, I, I yeah. will. I, I will admit, I skipped two matches. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you which okay. ones I skipped. Okay. But uh, let's let's go through this card. Oh, did, uh, did you see the card from last year? Yeah, I'm looking at it right now, and even having it put right in front of me, I have no fucking remember. I do not remember <laughs> this at all. 
Dolph oh. Ziggler. Oh, Dolph Ziggler and Seth Rollins had a 30-minute Iron Man match. That was okay. Oh, yeah, but yeah, <laughs> I remember that match specifically because uh, because uh, Seth Rollins and Dolph Ziggler had an Iron Man match. Uh, because uh, because uh, what happened? Every 60 seconds... Uh, wait, am I remembering the same thing? I, I, it was every 60 seconds... Uh, they had a timer on the screen. And every 60 seconds, the, the, the crowd would count down from 10 to 1 the entire time. Like yeah. the whole match, every minute. And, uh, <laughs> and it was annoying as hell. And they eventually had to take the clock off the screen to get the audience to stop. <laughs> so that was pretty extreme. Uh, <laughs> that does not sound extreme at all. <laughs> <laughs> Extremely annoying. <laughs> Extremely ah. Thanks, everybody. Have a good night. Yeah, this was a good show. Bye. All right. Mode of silence. Uh, okay. Less about this year's extreme rules. They start, Marcus, with what? With who? With why? <laughs> they, they start with uh the Roman Reigns partnered with The Undertaker versus Shane McMahon and Drew McIntyre. Uh, Marcelo, we've talked a lot about Undertaker's recent wrestling on this show. Yes, uh, um, so we, not- we we yeah we talked about him uh, in the last episode, uh, and yeah we even talked about it in the episode before that. Uh, Brief history, or brief recent history of, of Undertaker, Marcus. Didn't he retire, like, three years ago? Yeah, he supposedly retired uh, multiple times. What happened? And has always come back. There's always somebody that he has to make rest in peace. He, he, he cannot... He himself <laughs> he can, cannot he rest, rest he has made everybody else rest. <laughs> and <laughs> he always comes back, and it's diminishing returns every time. He looks just sadder and more beaten down every time he comes out. But I will say this match, I do not feel that way. This match made me feel like, hey, maybe he does have some more left in him. For the first time in a long time, I have felt that. It was a and, yeah. I have to agree. It was a it was a decent going on good match. Uh, right. There, there was only one instance where I was afraid that he might drop somebody on their head, and <laughs> and I don't. I I. Uh, it was uh, at the very end when um, when Roman Reigns tosses, I think, Shane McMahon to Undertaker, and Undertaker is like attempting to pick up Shane McMahon, but like almost drops him the first okay. time. Yeah, yeah. And then picks him up for real. Uh, but yeah, that was the only time I was like, oh no, this old man shouldn't be wrestling. But then no, 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 <laughs> he 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 pulled off yep. the the pulled finisher. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. But no, I, uh, I'm trying to remember. Wasn't there a move where I'm guessing it was Shane McMahon like jumps off the the top rope and lands on the table? Yeah, you put uh, who was it? Was it Roman or Undertaker through the table? I think it was. Oh, I forget now. Was it Undertaker? Yeah, it was anyway, one yeah, them. yeah, one of them. <laughs> he's not gonna he's not gonna do it in his in his tag team partner Drew McIntyre. Why? Okay. You, you, I think you already answered this question, but why did Undertaker come back for this match? For this to um, to, to, to to defeat Shane McMahon and Drew McIntyre? Why? Even knowing the setup, I don't really know why he did it. <laughs> but uh, it was because Roman, you saw at 
one of the last pay-per-views you saw. Didn't you see it? Roman yeah. versus Shane McMahon. I think I did. Oh, but no, what? no, no. That was a Saudi Arabia show. That was Super okay. Showdown. Okay, okay. Uh, Super Showdown, Roman Reigns lost to Shane McMahon. It was his first last loss since coming back at WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, he kind of lost in a squirmy way because Drew McIntyre came in and attacked him without the referee seeing it, you know. And uh, so Roman Reigns had reason to want to get revenge. And then Undertaker popped up out of nowhere at the end of Raw one week and said, I'm going to help you. And and then he did. He helped him. Yeah, I saw that in the video package before the match. It uh, I, the bit the gist of it is like, uh, I'm going to to end you because that's what I do. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, is he the hero or the villain? I don't I don't know anymore. Uh, but no, I mean, yeah, no, it was good. What are are we going to see more of an Undertaker, Marcus? Possibly, but I there hasn't. I don't think he's shown up since this, and there hasn't been any rumblings that I've seen of him being at SummerSlam. So maybe this is a one-off. Maybe we'll... I, not even maybe. We will see him again at the next Saudi Arabia show. I'm sure of it. But, uh, you know, if he wrestles like this again, then I'm all for it. Because this was honestly a really great performance from him. I thought this was like a really energetic and fun match. And... Uh, even if it wasn't, it was all worth it for this really awesome shot. This one perfect shot, if you will, of <laughs> uh, of Undertaker in the middle of the ring. He was about to kill Shane McMahon. He was doing the throat slit thing that he famously does. And then Drew McIntyre comes from behind him and rises up and you can see him. Do you remember that, Marcel? I think so. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was a really cool... Really cool moment. Yeah. No, I, I, I yeah. Uh, and we should also say, hey, this is no holds barred. There are plenty of uh, weapons and chairs. And were there Kindle sticks in this one, too? Or, yeah, just a probably, bunch of... Probably. Uh, probably yeah. a bunch of shit. Um, and it worked. Oh, there's, there's there's definitely a trash can. I remember Shane McMahon right. uh, setting up a trash can. and Gotta have that for the coast to coast. Yeah, the coast to coast. Um, but yeah, overall, I liked it. Um, I was worried because we again we we mentioned it uh, was it was it the Goldberg versus Undertaker match that was a disaster yeah ter- terrible terrible and both of them almost killed each other <laughs> multiple times during not, the match not in a fun way in a in a in a real like, fucked up and <laughs> slipped and broke their neck yeah life but, or death uh, sort of way yes all right but nobody died. But no, nobody died in this one. Whew. Every match where nobody dies is a, is a good match. Yes. <laughs> uh, let's skip. I think I think the next two were the ones yeah. I skipped. Oh no, no, you. Oh no. Which one? Uh, the I, I I don't. If I saw the revival versus okay, that, the that Usos, one was fine. The revival versus the Usos, it sucked. It was the worst match on the show. Let's skip that one. I yes. don't. Remember Did you see Alistair Black versus Cesaro. Ah, uh, that may have been yeah. one I skipped. Damn it, Marcelo. That was I'm really, sorry. that was my favorite match on the show. I, I, I had to skip some of these. I think those are the only two I skipped because I definitely remember uh Bailey versus uh Nikki Cross and Alexa well, Bliss. I'll just say about it, uh I want you to go back and watch it. Okay, and, fine. Uh, I'll I'll It's a good it's a really great showcase for both of these two and like how cool Cesaro is, how cool Aleister Black is. I don't yes. want to get into it too much, but 
quick, just a quick setup. Set me up so I so I know a little more right. coming in. Okay, Alistair so Black, Cicero. Alistair Black and Ricochet. You saw Ricochet and Alistair Black teaming up. You saw them at WrestleMania, I believe. And uh, they broke up. Ricochet went on to win the United States Championship. And what did Alistair Black do? Uh, he went backstage into a black room and uh, filmed these weird-ass promos for weeks and weeks and weeks, begging somebody to fight him. And finally, somebody answered that challenge. Cesaro came out and said, I will fight you, Alistair. And that's the whole setup you need. These two had a... And it's only... It was less than 10 minutes. It did not feel like that. It felt like it felt like a little bit of a war. It was really great. Okay. I'll, I'll check it out. I'll check it out. All right. Uh... Let's go through some of these. Um, Bailey versus Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss. First off, Bailey, she's the one who uh, won. Was it the Money in the Bank? Uh, uh, yeah. Right, like and two she months ago. In on the same night, and cashed in on the same night and won the SmackDown. Right, uh, right from belt Charlotte. From, yes, well, Charlotte. From, that's yeah, right. Yeah, because yeah, because Charlotte beat Becky Lynch that night right. and then and, Bailey came in yeah and defeated Charlotte uh, so Bailey is the Smackdown Women's Champion uh, real quick Marcus what's what's going on with Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss what what's that story um, I'm noticing in my notes right now I wrote Alexa Bills uh, <laughs> they um, um, so yeah these two uh, they've kind of had this weird kind of partnership. Nikki Cross, her character is that she's like legitimately crazy and unpredictable, and she'll do anything. And Alexa, uh, you could kind of see it as like the way that they've been kind of trying to portray it is maybe Alexa is taking advantage of Nikki because Nikki's so good, and Alexa hasn't been doing much lately. And. Uh, yeah, and these two had a... They got... I don't remember exactly the setup, but they somehow got into a handicap match two-on-one against Bailey. Yeah. Uh, and I thought this was a decent match. Decent, I, yeah. Yeah. Uh, who was that like? Oh, yeah, I like Nikki Cross. I like her. Yeah, she's great. She's yeah. got a bunch of really good matches in NXT. Yeah. Uh, and Bailey. I like Bailey too. But yeah, Bailey's, uh, Bailey, Bailey won. Uh, against Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss. Anything else to say about that one? Let's go. Let's keep. Let's keep going. Yeah, let's, let's going. move yeah, on yeah. to the next one. This is one of the bigger ones. Uh, Braun Strowman versus Bobby Lashley, last man standing match. That's right. Yeah, and you uh, touched on this. It was these two, right, that had that moment on Raw. Yeah, yeah, these exact two. Yeah. And, they had been doing this kind of thing, like these two fighting each other. They had already done this like five times in the last month before this happened. And because of that, that moment on raw, they actually made it a lot more interesting. And I was looking forward to this match and gosh, darn it. I would say they did not disappoint. Yeah. Is this is a hell of a thing. I I think I mentioned maybe in the first episode that some of my favorite matches, classic matches or ones with like, uh, like Last Man Standing or, or Iron Man matches, uh, and this for sure gets my goats. Is that a saying? Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. So the Last Man Standing match is like, yeah, yeah. Uh, the referee 
count you down every time somebody's down. And if you can't get up by the count of ten, you lose. And yet they they went. Uh, this is the match that just went all over the arena, right? They went like, right, yeah. This is this is the one match that really like took the extreme rules thing and did some kind of exciting things. And they battled out all over the arena in the crowd and uh, threw each other on tables and. And it ended with uh, was it one of them like. Was it a suplex or a power bomb? Like through power slam, power uh, slam, yeah, through something. Uh, Braun Strowman power slammed Bobby Lashley through. I don't know what it was supposed to be, but what it was <laughs> like plywood above a mat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it, and it, then, it and yeah, cool. yeah, and then and then um, and then I, oh, who, who was it? The one I already forgot. These names, Marcus. I have to. I have to remember Lord of the Rings names for for my Lord of the Rings podcast. <laughs> now I have to remember wrestling names. Hold on, I had it up. Uh, Braun Straw. I was to say Braun Strawman. Braun Strawman. <laughs> Braun Strowman. Uh, he, uh, I don't know. Yeah, like you said, like there's a power slam, th- like through something, and then uh, Braun. Burst through the wall, like as the referee was oh, counting. Yeah, they, yeah, they yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it was really funny. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and uh, is it this um, the the match where they're fighting through the crowd, and I forget who t- like one of them tosses like uh uh, uh like a, a a fan at the other yeah, guy. <laughs> yeah. And it looked. And it looked honestly to me. It looked like it might have been real. Like no, I, I I'm pretty sure. Th- I, I I'm I'm willing to bet it was a plant because if okay. if you if you go back to the footage, you'll see that like there, there are two of them. There there are two fans sitting where this was happening, and I forget who it was, uh, Strawman or, <laughs> or 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 the other guy. But if you go back to the footage, uh, these two fans that interact with them, they're sitting in chairs that are folding chairs in a in like. That that's their own row. It's just two chairs in a row. <laughs> like, does, does that uh, make sense? It's just okay, like they okay. they put they yeah. put two two folding chairs where they shouldn't be right. and called it like a row. Anyway, okay, they fooled me, and uh, that's that's nice. I like to be fooled every now and then. There you go. So yeah, um, and Strowman defeated Lashley in this last man standing match. Uh, yeah, I liked it. I like this. It's good. Let's move on. Exciting stuff. It's exciting on. stuff. Moving on. Next thing was uh, Daniel Bryan and Rowan SmackDown Tag Team Champions versus The New Day and versus Heavy Machinery. Um, I This was one I didn't really watch very closely when it was on. And I went back and rewatched it. And uh, even then still, I didn't get much out of it. I hear a lot of people said they loved it. I I didn't get much out of it. But... I don't know. I like heavy machinery a lot. I think, and I love New Day, obviously, and Daniel Bryan and Rowan. But heavy machinery are kind of the new people, and I think, like, they're really, really funny. Otis, <laughs> Otis is uh, the shorter one, and uh, he uh, he's so good at like weird physical comedy, like Chris Farley esque. He's super funny. His finishing move is that worm. It's yeah. It's, that's great. What did, what did you have any thoughts about this? Because I don't really. <laughs> no, uh, uh, same. I mean, I, I I remember liking it 
I do. And yeah, yeah like the, the heavy machinery guys, they did some weird stuff. And I like that yeah. weird stuff. That worm. It, it's weird to see these moves. Because uh, it doesn't. Uh, I, I think we'll 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 get to them in a bit. But like somebody does a stunner move, which is yeah. insane to me. And somebody else doing a worm move is also insane to me. Because like wrestlers from twenty years ago did the same thing. And who, who, who did the worm? Because I actually don't know. Oh God! I you got me because what the hell? I have to look it up. Uh, let's keep talking. I'll look it up and I'll, I'll tell you okay. who does the worm. Uh, and, but no, uh, no. Day one. Oh. Yeah, yeah. New day one. Uh, I was going to talk and look up at the same time. Uh, okay. But, you know, t- uh, talk. talk about... Here, here you go. I'm setting you up, Marcus. Here we go. It's a, it's the time Let's of the show. This. I'm ready. It's the time of the show where I set up Marcus to talk for about 30 seconds while I look up this thing. Okay. I'll talk about the new the new day winning and also it being significant because, hey, uh, isn't Kofi still the champion? Yes, Kofi is still the champion. And now New Day are also the tag team champions. They still are. And uh, so, yeah, all three members of the New Day have uh, gold around their waists. And, uh, you know, that's always fun. You got a good moment of uh, those three to, it, those three together. They're all pulling their weight in the group. They've all got a... And I think, technically, Kofi Kingston is also tag team champion, even though he's completely focused on the WWE championship, obviously. Um... And I've and I've I found it. Yes, Scott Scotty Too Hottie. Oh, okay. There you go. A uh, tag team champion. Uh, what else did he do? Uh, WWF lightweight. Oh, a light heavyweight championship. Back when that was a thing. Didn't he uh, dance around? Was he was he one of them that was partnered with uh, Rikishi? Yeah, dance with Rikishi. Yeah, I think so. Back when, yeah, yeah that's they how a, I know him mostly. Little, little group going, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Brian, t- I'm just reading through his biography right now. Anyway, but yeah, Sky Too Hotty. And and I remember that because I was watching, um, I think an old SummerSlam. I think I was watching SummerSlam ninety ninety, maybe SummerSlam two thousand. I don't remember. Uh, I I was at my parents' place and. I I put the WWE app on their TV and was like, I'm going to watch them wrestling. And boy, were my parents or my family just like, (laughs) I don't know why I did it. I was like, there's nothing else to watch. I don't want to watch a movie. Let's watch this SummerSlam (laughs) from 19 years ago. And then, and then, and then after like two hours, they're like, okay, that's enough. (laughs) I was like, please put something else on. That's not wrestling. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, but yes, uh, Sky Tuhati and Rikishi were in a match and, yeah, um, I think they're fighting Val Venus. Ah, good times. All right, what are we talking about? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, good. Uh, good for the new day. Okay, good for them. Yes, very, very, uh, very neat. And uh, Daniel Bryan and Rowan have since uh, broken up. I think. Uh, not exactly sure, but that seems to be where things are heading. So gotcha. uh, next, uh, let's next, keep going. Yes, what's, next what's we have a, a big one, a big one that I also did not care for as much as other people did, and I also do not have a lot to say about it, which is weird. Depending on they're based on what the match is. Uh, Ricochet defending his United States uh, Championship versus AJ Styles. I remember some of this. Uh, yeah. Oh, you know what? I remember. I remember Ricochet um, being one 
being a wrestler, it's like one of those moments when, when I watch these things. It's like, okay, fine. I see, I see a man, I see a woman wrestling. They're wrestling. But when somebody is like, oh, they do something cool or fancy, I'm like, oh, I notice. Yeah, Ricochet, he does a lot of uh, flips and such. Yeah, yeah. So I like, oh, he's he's very, he's he's he's, he's he gets my attention. He's this Ricochet, athletic. He's very yeah. very good at what he does, and so is AJ Styles. And I know who AJ Styles is. For sure. Yeah, and uh, but did you know that he recently turned heel and oh. went back with his old group, the Club, which is a group that he was in in New Japan Pro Wrestling, actually called the Bullet Club. And, Interesting. Uh, these, these three guys are the Club now in WWE, and they had been broken up for a while. Now they're back together, and AJ's a bad guy again. And uh, by by golly, it worked out for him. He won the championship in the end. Being of a bad guy, yeah. Uh, I would have wanted Ricochet to win because I Tell think he, all. yeah. <laughs> but for whatever reason, I, I, H- I, I, I love I AJ know. Styles too. But it's just Ricochet is so good. And you know what? I think uh, I'm pretty sure they're going to do like a rematch of this at SummerSlam. So maybe he'll win again. Maybe he won't. We'll see. We shall see. Uh, SummerSlam. 2019. Yeah, I, I I think it was a good match, but I watched it twice and I could not get into it for whatever goddamn reason. But yeah, I I just don't have much to say about it. I don't know. Yeah, I I again I remember being a you know being a Ricochet fan at the end. I'm like, oh yeah, this right. guy's pretty good. But no, no, yeah. I I get it. I guess we'll talk more about it if they if they do that rematch at SummerSlam. Okay, let's move on. Yeah, Kevin Next, Owens. Uh, yeah. yeah. Dolph Ziggler. All right, this was a thirty-second match. Oh, after uh, after correct you, Marcus. No, oh. seventeen seconds. Seventeen-second match. Uh, <laughs> Dolph Ziggler was being a big old jerk to Kevin Owens, and Kevin Owens uh, recently turned face. AJ Styles turned heel, while Kevin Owens turned face, and now he's like the voice of the people kind of guy. And. Uh, the um the for, the only thing that this match was Kevin Owens they had their entrances Kevin Owens immediately did a stunner on Dolph, Dolph Ziggler and won the match. It was a fun little segment and uh, I think it accomplished what it needed to do. It made people like Owens a little bit more. I think the the entire pre uh, uh, pre roll the, the the video package was like maybe five times longer than this match was. <laughs> Which is, <laughs> I, I got to know a lot more of what Kevin Owens is up to and like him uh, being very anti uh, McMahon's, right? So that, that's that's yes, so shit. Yeah, that's definitely, they're leading to him. Him versus Shane McMahon is happening at SummerSlam. Oh, that's official? Yes, that that one is one of the official ones. Ooh, okay. And yeah, he's, uh, he's the one I was, I was referencing earlier because, of course, the stunner. It's a stone cold thing, and now he gets to use. I don't know who makes the rules for who gets what moves. Um, I mean, how often does this happen? Has that happened, Marcus? Do you know? Um, uh, yeah. Um, on the Raw reunion, I believe it happened to a different superstar. Uh, Mick Foley was out in the middle of the ring. Uh, very long story short, but Bray Wyatt is a new character now, and he's getting a new gimmick and everything. And uh, he uh, came out and did the mandible claw to Mick Foley, and I believe oh. that is his new finisher move. 
Interesting. And so yeah, it happens. It happens. It's not super often, but like there's only so many things you can do, really. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> it it happens. Now I'm gonna break the fourth wall here, Marcus. You just sent me a link on on Twitter, Marcelo. If you would like to watch that video to see Ricochet do something very cool, it's only like ten seconds long. Now, I, I, I should say the weirdest thing happened. I see the timestamp, and I see you sent me something, but there's like nothing there, and it's what? never it's never happened to me. I could, I'll, I'll send you a screenshot. Uh, I'll probably even make this like the po- the podcast art for this episode. <laughs> no, I won't. <laughs> That'd be too stupid. But it was so weird. Like I was like, oh, Marcus sent me something, and I open it up, and there's nothing there. <laughs> on earth, I sent a link, and I, I just clicked on the link in our chat, and it worked. Yeah, so maybe maybe yeah. I, maybe I'll open up on my desktop and I'll see it. But no, it was very weird to. I thought you were like playing a, a goof or something. <laughs> no, no you just did, you, to... you you sent me it. You sent me it again. It's nothing. It nothing is there. Oh my god, what is going on? Maybe maybe on mobile. Maybe on my old mobile app, it's like disappearing. But anyway, I just wanted to point that out. Well, because I thought that would be fun to watch on uh, just to get your live reaction to because it's like ten seconds long. It's Ricochet doing something. Oh damn! No, I I can't play it because uh, I can't open up this on my. Uh, gotcha. On my uh, well, fans, I tried to do something cool for you, but technology. Well, really yeah, the, the the you know what what you, what you got out of it was a conversation about like how weird it is that Marcus <laughs> is sending me ghost links. <laughs> so take that. Twitter.com. Yeah, and now I see your screenshot, and damn, that it's is weird, something. right? That's it's, really weird. It's scary. It's scary. You know what else is scary? Oh, uh, scary. Uh, Brock Lesnar having the Money in the Bank briefcase that's been tugging around for three months, two or three months sure. now, right? Sure, sure, sure. Uh, and, uh, before we get to that, I think there's one more thing to talk about: Kofi Kingston versus Samoa Joe. I mean, I was going to set up because, hey, oh. Kofi oh. is oh. a champion. I'm sorry, and you know, and I was going to say, hey, it could have been Kofi, it, it could have been, been Seth Rollins, but been Seth Rollins. What, what, was there ever a possibility? Well, of course, there's a possibility, but was there ever like a real chance of Kofi? being the one that left Yeah, him. I saw a lot of speculation. Uh, one of my closest friends who watches wrestling, he was dead set on, he was dead, that bronze, uh, that Brock Lesnar was going to cash in on Kofi because kind of cynical reasons uh, that WWE is moving SmackDown to uh, Fox in the fall. And uh, he believed uh, maybe having Brock Lesnar as champion would be a way to bump up viewership, you know, for SmackDown. Yeah. Interesting. But, uh, no, yeah, it is. And no, but, <laughs> but uh, it is, but yeah, but, uh, very interesting. Brock Lesnar, uh, for those who don't know what money in the bank is, it's just, uh, uh, yeah, we, we talked about it on the money in the bank episode. Listen to that whole thing, <laughs> but no, it's, it, uh, again, I'm, still confused as to why Brock Lesnar is a thing. Actually, I was watching Extreme Rules and I got to the point where this whole Brock Lesnar thing was happening. We'll talk more about that when it happens, but I just want to say this. Um, I don't know anything about Brock Lesnar beyond him being on WWE. Oh, I know he's like the U- U- UFC guy, right? Yeah, he was in the UFC. Um, but apparently uh, my roommate came in. Oh, he he did come in, and he tells me that apparently Brock Lesnar had kind of recently been in a UFC match and lost. 
Um, and I'm like, really? He's like, because oh, I had no idea he was like still in the UFC fighting, but apparently he lost severely. And I'm thinking like, well, maybe that's why he's back in the WWE because like he has, you know, got his ass beat in, w- in the UFC. Now he's just trying to make a name for himself yet again. Uh, in the WWE by being champion for the next 10 years. Um, right. Yeah. Anyway, Kofi Kingston did not get spear. That's his move, right? That's Lester's move. No. Um, <laughs> the F5. He did not, he did not take an F5. He did not take an F5. Thank you, suplex. Marcus. Suplex. That's, that's all that Brock Lester does. Yep. Those two things. <laughs> what did, what did Kofi do instead? He, he fought Samoa Joe. How's Samoa this match? Joe. Big, uh, big guy, big opponent, big stakes. And, uh, Another match that I'm having trouble remembering. <laughs> I watched this two weeks ago. I, I didn't know exactly if we were talking about this today. I did not rewatch it in preparation. I'm just going based on what I remember. I, I honestly, I'm doing the same thing, Marcus, and I don't remember. This is the one I don't remember much at all. I, uh, it, it was good. I think I remember it being very good. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't remember. I don't remember. I don't remember a lick of it. So, uh, folks listening. This is us doing it from the from off yep, the cuff. Yep. Um, uh, but hey, I'm glad Kofi won. <laughs> yep, Kofi retained, and he's moving on to SummerSlam as champion. Very Let's cool, move on. very very cool. And we are moving on to the biggest match of the night, probably. Um, Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch versus Baron Corbin and Lacey Evans in a tag. Here, here's what it says on Wikipedia. Last chance, winners take all, extreme rules, mixed tag team champion for both the <laughs> yeah. WWE Universal Championship and WWE Raw Women's Championship. That's right. That's right. Oof. 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 So, yeah. So, this is – so, Baron Corbin uh, had been going after Seth Rollins, uh, you know, going after Rollins' championship. And Lacey Evans had been going after Becky Lynch, going after her championship. And Lynch and Rollins were like, hey, let's do this one last time. If you lose, you don't get any more chances. Let's, let's make this a mixed tag team championship. And if and whoever wins gets both titles, you know, respectively. So uh, I like this match. I'll say, say it off the bat. I, I did too. Yeah. Uh, I, going in, this was the match I was least excited for. Like it felt like, I don't know, like a bit of a waste of like this is what the extreme rules match of the night is and I, I just did not see anything in it and like Becky and Seth Rollins they are dating in real life and uh, they Which, uh, I have things have, to say about that but you uh, continue Marcus we'll get into it uh, yeah. but uh, they have almost zero chemistry together on screen and they uh. were having these awful awful promos together Um hyping up this match and they turned me off of this match entirely and then <laughs> we get to this match and it's freaking cool like they actually do have chemistry it seems like and there's some really great moments in it uh and even like i like a lot of people hate baron corbin i'm kind of one of them but he's slowly turning me around but he's not the most exciting guy Lacey Evans is boring as hell she is one of the worst wrestlers they have at WWE and she sucks as a person she's terrible all around I hate her I don't like watching her I don't like seeing her ever and 
somehow they got a fucking great match out of her. The best match I've ever seen her in, for sure. Uh, one of the better matches I've seen Baron Corbin and Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch in. It was really, really cool. A lot of great moments. Marcel. Yeah. Yes, that's me. How's it going? <laughs> I, hey. I, I, I liked it. Again, Extreme Rules. And they had some extremeness in it. Wasn't there a table? There's a table. There's yeah, they set just up a some chairs. Tables. Some definitely some kendo sticks. Yeah. Uh, some good turns. Um, but yeah, let me touch on this. I do not like Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch together. I share the <laughs> same opinion as you. They have zero chemistry, like in promos. Um, but in the match, they're good. But I just I don't know. And I don't I don't buy it. I don't buy it. And it, it, if, if, I don't if think he, it is, but it almost feels manufactured, you know? Yes, I think that's like what it is. Like, well, Nikki Bella and John Cena aren't together. we got to have a power couple again. And yeah, that's It just feels phony to me. I, I, uh, again, I don't think it is, but it's it's just a very weird timing to make it seem like it is, you know? Yeah, and I mean, if it, if it's actually real, then... All you know, uh, hope it works out well for them. I guess, more but power no, to them. more power to them. But I just I don't I don't buy them as a couple. Sorry, sorry, folks. But hey, I I like Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch separately. Um, yeah, and we should get into kind of what happened near the end of this match. Uh, yeah. Okay. It's okay. So okay, okay. Right before the end. Right before the ending. Yes, I like this. Very good. But. It just seems like I'm I am in a it's a hot streak of me being a fan of Peggy Lynch watching matches where the endings to me are not good. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, so I can't you didn't I, like this. I did not like the ending to this. Okay. I mean um you know, not you know, right before Lesnar comes in, because spoiler alert, Lesnar comes in. Yep. Before that even. Uh, okay, Baron Corbin. I forget what movie does he? It's, he, uh, he has an end of days. It's kind of like yeah. a DDT thing. He does that to Becky Lynch, uh, uh, incapac- incapacitating her, yep. and then that's us off Seth Rollins. And I'm like, oh, Jesus! It's so, like I, a, it's it's a it's a fucking uh, damsel in distress thing. Like he Seth Rollins has to beat the man. I mean, not not to take yeah. that expression away from Becky Lynch, but you know what I mean. He has to be like, "Oh, I'm angry now." He hit my woman, and I'm like, "Jesus, dude, I, I don't, I, I do not like that turn." And of course, Seth I, Rollins wins over. I I fully get it, Marcelo, but I was really into it when that moment happened. I was like, "Yeah, Seth, you are you are going to, uh, stand up for her or whatever." But and like, I thought Seth sold it really well. Uh, like he looked legitimately pissed off and he just went absolutely fucking crazy with the chair. It didn't look like he was planning anything. He looked like he was just going nuts. And I thought that moment was really great. And it kind of brought me more on to the idea of them as a couple. And, uh, I 100% get it though. I know exactly what you're talking about. The damsel in distress thing. Yeah. And I think there are, there's a more interesting thing they could have done. They could have done, the exact reverse. They could have not done the Brock Lesnar thing and had Becky Lynch like a beat off Brock Lesnar. I think that would have been a lot more interesting, but this is what they did. And I still liked it. It's like of those things I said, it's probably the third of those ideas I pitched. It's probably the third least one I would rather have, but they still did it. And I think 
Seth sold it incredibly well, and I thought it was really kind of an emotional, nice moment. No, but I get it. Dis- I get it. We have, to, we have to disagree on this one because I it kind of soured it. It didn't completely sour it, but I'm like, oh, I should. I, I wanted another uh, an, an an ending in which Becky Lynch gets hers righteously, yeah. but uh, apparently that's hard to come by. I don't know what's going on. Uh, okay, I don't either. Brock Lesnar, he comes in. He cashes in, um, and uh, how long is this match, quote-unquote, because Lesnar um, cashes in and takes on Seth Rollins after uh, after the end of the, the match. You know, Seth Rollins wins, and, you know, bell rings, whatever. Then as soon as that happens, Brock Lesnar comes out, cashes in. How long is this match, Marcus, if you want to take a I, guess? I don't re- I I would say it was... A minute and a half long. It says here, seventeen seconds. What? That's what it says on Wikipedia. I have, I have more. Maybe, maybe it was. Maybe like I remember Brock Lesnar beating up Seth for a while. Oh, see, did that happen like before the bell rings? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. yeah I, 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 I remember that now. Yeah, the they yeah Lesnar beats him up. Then I, I remember the commentators was like, "Oh, the bell hasn't even rung yet," and then the bell rings. Right. I guess there's a finishing move, and then boom. Brock Lesnar is the champion yet again. Um, how do we feel that, about this one? That sucks. <laughs> it does uh, suck. But I don't know. I'm these they, these two are confirmed. They are having a rematch at SummerSlam. Oh boy! And I am okay with it. It worked out great the first time. <laughs> it was like a minute long and Seth won and it was a great moment. Maybe they do that exact thing again. Maybe that was Seth's last time holding that belt for a while. I don't know. I am weirdly okay with it. They've bought some goodwill with me, you know, based off recent goings on. And I'm willing to hear them out on this, even though I think Brock Lesnar is fucking so boring, (laughs) but I'm willing to give this a small chance. Yeah, I'm maybe I'm more they do the, the right thing and Seth wins right right away again. I don't know. I'm I'm more on the negative side of this. I'm like uh, I don't know. I I, I understand. Yeah, um, I'll watch the match for God's sakes, the SummerSlam. I'll watch all of SummerSlam. I promise <laughs> you. Yeah, but am I looking forward to it? Uh, hey, you know what? Okay, fine. Brock Lesnar, whatever. He's a champion for another year. What about Becky Lynch? What's 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 Becky Lynch's storyline uh, leading up to SummerSlam? Marcella, if you can believe it or not, she has an even less exciting match than oh, Seth Rollins versus Braun Strow- Brock Lesnar. Sorry, um, it's going to be uh, Becky Lynch versus Natalia. I don't know why the hell this is happening. The uh. only reason you can explain why it's happening is. SummerSlam is in Toronto this year. They've done it in Brooklyn for like the last 30 years, and now they're doing it in Toronto this year. And, uh, and uh, yeah, um, Natalia is a heart, and she is from Toronto. Oh, okay. Yes. And okay. so that seems to be the main reason why this is happening. And uh, I don't know. I just think it's really boring. I don't, I don't find Natalia... 
in her current character that compelling at all. She is a good wrestler, and there's a good chance this ends up being a good match, and especially if she gets really good crowd reactions. But it just kind of feels like a really thrown-together thing. I don't know why it's happening. It's not a great story, that what they've done so far. Oof. And I'm, no. I'm with you. I wish Becky would have better things to do. They're not booking her the greatest, I would not say. But I, I don't know. I don't know what's going on, Marcus. Um, she, she's the reason why I, I got excited about wrestling again. I know. I, know. I wish they're, I had something better to show you. They're not. They're not giving her the goods. Not giving her the goods. All right. Well, that was Extreme Rules. Overall, how'd you, how'd you put this? I said I would say it was pretty sweet. It's pretty sweet. <laughs> Is that the scale? <laughs> what's, yeah. what's 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 your scale, Marcus? What's what's the lowest grade? Uh, lowest grade is uh, stank. Stank. Wait, stank. stank. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Man. I don't know. So there's uh, stank. Hold on. I'll write spot. this down. Uh, stank. stank. Uh, uh, then right above that is <laughs> uh, groovy. <laughs> groovy. A little groovy. A little groovy. A little, gro- a little groovy. Stank. Um, a little groovy. What, what what's a, what's above that? What did I say earlier? Um, what, what did you say? Oh, I already forgot. <laughs> no, this is not going well. Um, sweet. It's sweet. Sweet. Pretty Freaking sweet. sweet. Pretty sweet. Pretty sweet. Okay, so pretty and sweet. Okay. There's two more above that, right? And okay, yeah. There's uh, pretty Bitchin'. dang dope. Pretty, okay, pretty dang dope. Pretty right. dang. And then there's the highest point at this scale. Yeah. Uh, totally. The highest grade is totally. Totally. T- totally. Brad. Okay, here yeah, we go. Okay. So it goes stank. Yeah. A, a little groovy. Right. Pretty sweet. <laughs> Pretty dang dope and totally rad. Yeah, that's a scale. <laughs> that's a scale. Yeah, so and this you, is a pretty sweet. <laughs> you'd grade it right in the middle with pretty sweet. No, 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 no. Now that I know that this is our scale, this one's going to a pretty dang dope. I thought it was good. All right, okay. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Well. On the spot, changing it up. Got it. Yeah. Pretty dang dope. Uh, for me, I'd give this... Uh, Marcel, you have your own scale, right? No, I have yours. I'm not scale. gonna. I'm not gonna make mine. <laughs> We're just gonna use you use your scale. <laughs> God damn you! <laughs> I, don't, I don't want. I don't want to take one of the five minutes. I'm gonna give this one below. I'll say pretty sweet. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. Uh, considering that I skipped two matches, <laughs> uh, and, and uh, we are looking I mean, forward to SummerSlam. We yeah, hope let's, it will be totally rad. <laughs> exactly. Um, well, uh, we'll save more SummerSlam talk for the next episode, which I'm sure we'll have at least one more before SummerSlam. When is SummerSlam? Ooh, I'm putting, I'm putting you on the spot. Days. One of these days. It's coming up. It's coming look, up. Look forward to it. One of these days. Uh, actually, actually, I'm going to look it up right now. Um, okay. Do Maybe we do plugs? Do we do plugs in this show? I can't remember. Yeah, we can. I don't, I don't really care to. If you want to, uh, go follow uh, at Marking the Marks on Twitter. Yeah, that's uh, right. Let's, can, let's say hey, that. Hey, uh, August 11th. Email account. 
to make that email account, or I mean Twitter account, I also made an email account. So you can also email us at TFS Wrestling. TFS Wrestling. That's a good one. Okay. At gmail.com if you want to email us for whatever reason. And if anybody's listening out there. If you I, have help oh, me yep, up going. Either either at uh, marking the marks on Twitter. Ask us any question. Any Please. question about wrestling. Anything. Or email us. Anything. And we'll read it on this goddamn show. We, okay? we would love any engagement from you listeners. Any anything. And if you want if you have suggestions as to uh, you know what what matches for us to watch, any classic matches. Any classic pay-per-views. Yes. We can do that, too. Right, we're open to anything. Anything. If, if you want to suggest uh, a new rating for our scale, please do it. <laughs> I mean, it's so perfect as it is, but if you can improve on the perfection, uh, maybe, maybe, maybe we can make this a 10-point scale. You know, we can add more to it. Right. Please. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, yeah, that that's our plug. August 11th is SummerSlam. I'm sure we'll talk before then, Marcus. That's it. That's the show. All right. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, what? How do we end the show? I forget. Right. Yeah. Um, so we have that saying, and uh, yeah, of course, we have that saying. We we say it every right. week, every episode. Uh, we we say it before we go to, before we go to bed. We say it when we wake up. We say it right. before we eat our we breakfast, lunch, and dinners. Day. We text yeah, every hour on the hour. Yep. We say the following thing: three, two, one. Wrestling. Hey, we're what? We're wrestling. We're yes, yes. We're yes, wrestling. Yes. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>